This episode is brought to you by Codespaces. Check out Codespaces.com for quality services on managing your coding projects. Also by PeepCode. Find excellent Ruby on Rails screencasts and mini-books at peepcode.com. Sometimes you may have the need to make an administrative announcement across the entire site. Uh, perhaps you expect some downtime in the near future, and it would be nice if we could notify the users of that announcement, no matter which page they happen to be on. So the announcement needs to span across multiple pages. It would also be nice if we have a hide link on the announcement so they can quickly hide the message, and no matter which page they go to from then on, the message stays hidden. Well, in this episode, we're going to look into how to accomplish this and make it so that the message spans multiple pages and is able to be hidden by the user. So these site-wide announcements need to be stored somewhere. So let's store them in the database. So to do that, I'm going to create a model called announcement, and this way we can easily manage these announcements. I know I normally don't use the scaffold generator, but I'm going to here just because it's a nice, uh, quick and easy way to get something up and running. So let's generate a scaffold called uh, announcement. And for this, we want uh, to have a message text column. Uh, so that will be the message displayed on the screen of the user. And then we can have a starts at date time and an ends at date time. This way we can determine a when to display the announcement on the screen. So let's just generate the scaffolding for us. And we also need to run our migrations to create that announcements table. So that was nice and easy. Uh, let's check out what our scaffold generated. So here we are on the announcements page that was generated by the scaffolding. Now you'll likely want to password protect this somehow so only authorized users can access it. Uh, one easy way to do that is to use the HTTP authentication, which I demonstrated in episode 82. So while we're here, let's just create a new announcement uh, so that we can have something to work with. All right, and let's have it last from today until tomorrow. All right, so that announcement's created. And so what we want it to do, since it falls into the current time, is we want it to show up on the home page and any other page of the site that we visit. So to accomplish this, one good place to add this code to display the announcement is inside of our application layout file. So let's go there next. So here we are in our layout file. And this is where we want to add the logic for displaying our announcement. So I'm just going to make a div real quick here. Call it announcement. And in here we want to loop through all the announcements. So it should be all the current announcements that are only available now at this time. But for now I'm just going to show all of the announcements. So I'll just do a find all so that we can make sure this is working so far. And we'll want to display the announcements message. And let's see if that works in our browser. Great, looks like it's working so far. I've already added the CSS style sheet for displaying this announcement, so it's not uh, extremely ugly. But um, at least our announcement's being displayed, so that's a good start. What we want to do next is make this announcement smarter so that it doesn't find all of the announcements, it just finds the announcements within the current time. Uh, we could add some conditions here, but that seems pretty ugly having all these find conditions within the view. So what I like to do is move this into a, a class method in our model. So let's make a method called current 
announcements in our announcement model. So to do the find in there. So here's our announcement model. And we make a class method called current announcements. And this is where we want to perform our find. And we want to put some conditions in here so that it's only the actually um, only the starts at time is within now, it's before now, and the ends at time is after now. Just like that. So now it only finds the announcements within the current start and end times. Let's see if our announcement is still showing up, and it is, still works. So this is pretty nice so far, but there's still no way to hide the announcements. And that's a bit of a tricky problem because when we click the hide link, we need to remember that state so that when we go to the next page, it doesn't show the announcements any longer. So how would you do this? Well, one way is to use uh, an Ajax call to the server, and then it can set a session variable of when that was triggered so it knows to not hide the announcements any longer. So let's do that by doing a uh, link to remote here. Let's call it hide this message. And we need to specify the URL here. Now it's a bit tricky of a problem too of where to put uh, this kind of action that just sets a session. Well, these kind of problems I like to put inside of a JavaScript controller. So I'm going to make a controller called JavaScripts and just make an action called uh, hideannouncement.js. And that way when that's triggered, it can set the session variable to the current time and then respond back with some RJS to hide this announcement block here. So let's make that JavaScripts controller next. So let's generate that JavaScripts controller. Just run the controller generate controller JavaScripts command. And even though we have a folder in our public directory called JavaScripts, it'll look there first, and then if it doesn't find it, it will use our JavaScripts controller, as long as we have it set up in our routes. So we want to open up this JavaScripts controller here and add a new action here called uh, hide announcement to respond to that JavaScript request. And in here we want to set a session variable to the current time so we know when the user's hiding the announcement uh, I'm just going to call announcement hide time, how about? Set that to time.now. And we also want to create a template here. I'll just make um, an RJS template so that we can respond to uh, this and hide that announcement block. So we'll find the announcement div and just call hide on it, which should make it disappear. So that's a really simple RJS, but I like to just keep it separate in its own template. So let's try that out. All right, so here we are in our browser. Let's hit reload here. And we have the link here. Let's try it out. And it successfully hid that announcement for us. Now let's see if it stays on another page. And it doesn't. That announcement's back again. And the reason that is is because it doesn't take into account that session variable that we set. So if we take a look at our code here, this um, current announcements method in our announcement model doesn't consider that session variable that we set. So we'll need to pass that along into this method and uh, make sure to only find the announcements which were updated before that time, or after that time rather. So back in our layout file, this is where we call that current announcements uh, class method on our announcement model. So here we need to pass our session variable in here. 
So it's called announcement hide time. Now this is getting really ugly for just being in a view all the time. Uh, so, but I'm going to address that issue later. For now, let's just see if this works. So we want to go into our announcement model, and in here we need to handle this hide time that we pass in. So that it only shows the uh, announcements which were updated since the hide time is passed. Now also keep in mind that this could be a nil value. So we need to actually handle the conditions differently depending on if it's nil or not. So what I'm going to do is commit uh, one of the deadliest sins of duplication. So let's see if hide time is nil. If it is, we want to stick with our normal find condition. If it isn't, let's add an extra condition here. And the um, updated at time of our announcement is before, actually, excuse me, after the hide time that we pass in. This way, it will only show the announcements which have changed or been created since the user chose to hide the announcements. So in our browser, let's try reloading this page and see if what we did worked. And it almost works. It hides our message successfully, but we still have this announcement square here with the link. And that's just because in our announcement, I mean our application layout file, we aren't hiding that depending on if there aren't any messages. So that's what we're going to have to do next. Um, but so far, what we've done so far mostly works. So that's good news. Um, don't forget about our duplication in our announcement model. I'm going to get to that next, and then we'll work on removing this announcement block here. So we left our announcement model in a bit of a mess with these, this duplication here. So to handle this duplication, one clean way to do that is using the with scope method. And this way we can specify some find conditions and any kind of conditions passed in here will automatically be inherited by any finds performed within this block. So let's make a block here and do finds within this block. And that way that removes all the duplication of these conditions um, nice and clean here. So let's reload in our browser and we still get the same behavior. So it's working so far. Next we'll need to hide this full announcement uh, block here if there's no announcements. So this leads us back into our application layout file. And what we need to do is hide this announcements div if there aren't any announcements currently. So this means we need to call this a second time to determine whether or not to show the announcement div. But this call right now is already really ugly and we don't want to have to duplicate it again here in the view. This really should be moved elsewhere. So what I'm going to do is just move this into a helper method here. Um, I'm just going to call it current announcements. And then we can add this to our application helper. So it's available to all actions for the layout. And then just perform the find in here. And a nice little benefit here is we can easily add some caching. So for each request, we can cache the current announcements value here so that um, if this method is called a second time in that same request, which it probably will be, then we can only do the find once on the database. So if we go back to our layout file here, 
we want to hide this div if there aren't any announcements. So unless current announcements empty, only show this div then. All right, so let's go back to our browser and see if that worked. Reload here, and that announcement block successfully hidden because there aren't currently any announcement messages. And if we go back and create a new announcement or update our existing one, it will show again here for us automatically. So that's a nice way to create an announcement block here. And I hope you found this useful. It's a little bit different than a normal Railscast because it's such a long sequence of things. But I hope it shows you how to combine many different t techniques through refactoring and calling Ajax methods and so on uh, to make this little nice little example here. You only have one week left for the Railscast contest, so make sure to submit your entries before May 5th. That's the deadline. Uh, send them to contest at railscast.com. Now, if you've already submitted an entry and you haven't gotten a response back saying uh, confirmation saying that I've received it, uh, then try sending it again because I want to make sure that I receive all of these submissions uh, before May 5th. So I look forward to reading about your five Rails tips.